welcome to Two Funny Mamas. I'm Kim Whitley with my girl. Sorry. Oh, you ain't like like me adding that little extra. I didn't know it was going to be extra. I'm so sorry. I'm Sherry Shepard. I'm Sherry Shepard, everybody. Welcome Uh to Two Funny Mamas. What do you got an attitude for? I just asked you to take the dogs. See, what what got an attitude? Y'all, we was going to start the show. But now, Sherry, I hope she ain't talking to her son like that. I didn't do nothing but birth you. What I do? I'm just asking you to take the dogs out the room. All I did was push you out of my. Uh, they don't. Un- that Chris, don't I'm sorry. Lie. Th- sorry, that was I'm- Jeffrey. Hi, everybody. I'm Sherry Shepherd. We, we, Welcome we to Two Funny Mamas. No, uh, everybody saw you talking to Jeffrey and heard you talking to your son. What did you do? You said take the dogs out, and what happened? He he goes through this thing where it's like everything I ask him to do is like a major infringement upon his life. Like, I swear, we, it's like we're in a bad marriage, Kim. Like, he, can you just. But that's a teenager, he, Sherry. Yeah, can you feed the dogs, please? That I know, but they got to eat first, Jeffrey. You, you first, you get, I, I already walked them. See, I, I put the, the water in. Why, I just why do I have to see her two, mic? And they don't two mic. cups for let, go, go, okay. go in your place. Sit down. Look, Ashley, get in your place. Sit she's down. talking to her dogs. She's not talking Sorry, to her Sorry, hi. What's wrong with you? Don't show America the truth. Don't don't do it. Don't show them the truth. This never happens. This never happens. I don't this know what's so snafu in life. Funny. Well, you know things are things are going on, and I, you know what? You're kind of low on my end. I can't really hear you. I feel kind of weird. I feel like I'm struggling. I, I don't know why. Chris, but. am I kind of low because she can't hear me? Is there something I need to turn up? Well, that's a no, little better. You guys, are, you guys are good. Just stay no, on. No, I was mic. saying on my end, I've turned up the volume. Uh, just. I might need to add a speaker or maybe. Yeah. You were turning your head away a little bit. So those directional mics aren't going to pick it up as well. How about now, Kim? Go ahead. Sure. Oh, okay. You can hear me better. Kim. Yes. Willie? Okay, yes. great. And I'll make up. sure I stay in the mic. Yep. The, the, so we're back. The life hit me. We're not, we're never going to talk about that in my, this is the intro. With my, with my teenage son. <laughs> but I do want to say, before we talk about you going away to Cleveland, you look beautiful. Like you oh. look really good. Well, you thank do? you. Well, well, there's a couple things going on. Uh, since you've been getting national attention for Two Funny Mamas uh, by having us on Good Morning America, we've been on Kelly Clarkson, and you're showing clips. I felt like, oh, I see what she's doing. So I better step it up. But more importantly, you said something to me. You made your little smart comment the other day. We were having I said- our Tell tell the people what you said to me. I don't know what I was doing to you, but I told you when we had our three-second board meeting, because that's all I can get from you is three seconds. We we <laughs> met for three seconds, and I said, Kim, we got to upgrade now because we're we're getting this national exposure, uh, and we need to we got to get you a makeup artist. We got to get somebody to do your makeup. I didn't know you were gonna go off. I don't I don't know what issues you have. No, no, no. It's not about issues. No, 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 Sherry Shepard. What you said was, uh, 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 well, um, you know, um, you know, our show is getting national attention and uh, we're going to need to upgrade. You know, we're on Good Morning America and such. I mean, and they're highlighting you. Um, We're going to have to get you a makeup artist. Now, this is the problem, people. I want you to understand and hear me. Sherry was doing her own makeup and I was helping her out. She came on looking like a raggedy prostitute from down by the river. 
her, her wig, her makeup, she looked toe back. So she don't talk to me and tell me to get my makeup done. So this morning, I didn't do my makeup in 15 minutes. I didn't wake up, not shower, put my clothes on, throw on a wig and do the podcast like I've been doing. I took 45 minutes. I decided, go ahead, put your makeup on right. So Sherry Shepard know that you got an art degree. You went to college. You can paint a face. Go I ahead. did not know you had a degree in arts from Fisk University. Yes. Is that what your degree is in? That's what my degree is in, art. So if I can't do a little makeup, then shame on me and shame on Fisk University. But they taught me how to be a fine artist. Sometimes when I come on here looking like a man, it's because I was tired. Well, Chris was getting telling me to hurry up. I don't know. Well, morning, I don't know. Everybody. That good morning, everybody. I just had to say that additional uh, 30 minutes that you gave yourself has changed the world. You look amazing. Your skin uh, and, and 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 by the way, I your your skin color looks great. What is going on with the lighting? Because before we had such a problem with your lighting. People were complaining you were too light, you were too dark. What happened? You happened, Sherry Shepard. Let me explain to you. <laughs> what does that mean? Are you staring at me all weird? What do you mean I happened? This is the problem. Let me explain a couple things to you. Okay, first of all, okay, a couple, I got myself together. And I did my face. But what happened was my face has really been down, but the people could not see the quality of my work <laughs> because you made me turn the lights off. You was like, oh, you're too bright. People say you do. I am of a certain color. OK, black people come in all shades and color. My heart is black as it can get. My heart is so black <laughs> it's only purple. But I can't help it that the outside that my soul chose this color skin. This is what the Lord made me, and this is the color. But you want to change the lighting. That's what you did, because you want me to be brown skinned. That's what you did. So you told me, oh, it's too bright. So I done closed all the windows, turned off the light. I look at our podcast, and I do. I look tired and old. But when you put the light on you, it showed my makeup. It brightened up my face. That's what happened. You're a hater. I don't but know you over there, pretty background. You done got it voted best background. You got your little makeup on. I don't have no money. I'm not on Dish Nation. I ain't got no extra money for no makeup artists to come over here every week so we can do our podcast. This is for the people. We regular people. You want to get Whoa. the national attention. I was okay with 5,000 followers. <laughs> Which we now have 29,100 followers. Yes, we do. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing. Appreciate you. I don't know how I got the moniker of being a hater, but if it made you do this, then hate on, do all things. Look at you. Well, you look beautiful. So, you know, sometimes friendship, sometimes good friendship involves a season of hating. So you can uplift the person and make them better because friendship, if, if, if I'm not in here and don't add value, to this relationship, which in looking at you, apparently I do add some value to this relationship, then I shouldn't even be here. So you can side out me all you want to, but you look damn good. And if that is what's making you talk loud and ghetto because you needed to get this off your chest, then I, love on me. 
love on me with your curse words. I do love on you. Look, look what I put on. Oh, look at you. You got your Two Funny Mamas t-shirt on. Look, okay, don't do that to my face. Stop squeezing my face. Stop squeezing my lips. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Drop it. We leave my okay. So to our listeners, she's got the two funny mamas t-shirt on and she's squeezing my face and involuntarily my own face. She didn't put some voodoo blood on there because my own face is twitching when she squeezes the face on the t-shirt. Thank you for even supporting the t-shirt. I love everything about you today. I hate the background. It's too monochromatic. That Queen Victoria bed. You haven't changed it. But other than that, I was you gonna yourself, change it. Okay. Huh? Look, Rodney's here. Rodney said he liked it. Rod- we was gonna put the brick wall. Well, bring up. Rodney bring in so people bring Rodney in so the folks can see Rodney who helped you with your lighting, who helped you with everything. Rodney is Joshua's father. You remember Rodney from raising Whitley, and Rodney. Uh, sure, I'm gonna like bring Rodney in with his cute self, so he can okay, say hi. But, see, but, Rod- but you didn't like the brick wall. Rodney said, "Put this up." I said, "Well, Sherry, don't like the brick wall. Come on in. You got to There you go. There you go." Rodney. Yeah. What is he doing? <laughs> he just goes past you. Come here and say hi to the people. Like literally, he just walked past you and out of the frame. How's everybody What's, doing? What? He's Rodney, silly. Because he's silly. How's everybody? Rodney, oh. you are silly. Hey, he is hey silly. Rodney. Say hi. To I just hey. want to say, Rodney. Everything about this is great. Kim's lighting looks perfect. She looks great. Her makeup, it's great. I mean, I'm, I, I can get with the Queen Victoria in bed, even that. So thank you, whatever you did, Rodney. He put a light on, the light that you said don't put on, right? I did not Where'd say, I said close your curtains. Two beautiful, I mean, pretty mamas. What is it? Fun, funny mamas. Two funny mamas. I like pretty mamas too. Uh, successful. Pretty mamas. Thank, Thank you, you Rodney. Right. How have you been? Work. I think the ladies, it, it's a nice treat for, for, bring your head in some more to Kim. So we can see if, there you go. Can, bring your head in a little, oh, the ladies, yeah. Like, the ladies going to go. be asking about Rodney, but they know Rodney from the show. Oh, that's Rodney from Raising Whitley. How you been, Rodney? You, you single? And from Passions. You know, he was on the soap opera Passions for years. When I did my show. Who Passions? Come to me. What, to you. To me, come closer. There you what go. Was your, on the other side. No, no, this is good. What was your name no, on Passions? T.C. Uh, Russell. T.C. Russell on Passions. But a lot of people, a lot of black folks know me from uh, Young of the Restless, where I played Trey Stark. And You uh, look like a Trey Stark. Boy, uh, uh, Shamar beat up. Oh, you beat up Shamar Moore? I didn't beat him up. My, my people beat him up. Oh, you was a gangster? That was tough. I like your quarantine beard, Rodney. How are you keeping that together? Um, you know, just maintenance. Maintenance. You know, I found a new way to shave my head, and it's pretty cool. I actually shave it in the shower, and uh, it's kind of fun. May I may I ask you a question, Rodney? Because Uh, you you. I think a lot of fans want to know who have watched you on everything you did. I remember when I was doing my show, Less Than Perfect, you were doing Loving. Just say right there, right there. We can see right here. Okay. you were doing Loving at the time, and I would see you all the time in the at the in, on the sound stage. But I think a lot of people want to know because they remember you from Raising Whitley with Kim. How come y'all never this bitch? 
tried anything together. Especially because you're there so much. 90% of the time, you're really in there with Joshua helping him with the schooling. And you've been an amazing dad. But is there something about Kim? She looks so beautiful. Do you look at Kim now and go, yeah, yeah. Did you did you just turn into Wendy Williams? <laughs> did you just did you just come up with a shocking question? Pre-show, like, Kim. Pre, this makes so this much sense. Wait, wait, Chris, Chris saying what? Chris? This makes so much sense. Sherry was uh, real coy, and she's like, "Hey, is is Rodney around? He should he should kind of hang out. Maybe say hi to the people." I see what this is now. I'm you see what it is on the spot. This, this is a setup. Like, Rodney, set up. Everybody wants to know what who's Rodney. Well, let me tell you this. First of all, these are Rodney straws to be where everybody want to know. Rodney's the one that created and brought these grass straws. Uh, over to America. Well, let me because tell you about the grass. The, the grass, grass straws are really saving the environment. They're in a lot of different stores everywhere. Rodney, I didn't know Rodney created the grass straws. Uh, well, I didn't create it. Didn't, I he facilitated for America. I, I bought them in. Uh, they actually are grown in the wild in Vietnam. They're uh, grown in the wetlands of Vietnam, like um, just like bamboo. So we harvest them, dry them out, and bring them over here to save the environment. So when the pandemic hit, we were doing really well, but now that things have slowed up. So uh, how Whitley can products, people support? That's another. That's another Whitley Products dot store. So say the website again. Whit- Whitley Products dot store, or you can go to grassdrinkingstraws.com. or you can go on to Amazon. And get them at Amazon, oh, along okay. with the other products. Uh, yep, look at that. So if you can do all of that and facilitate all that, why can you just come and hang a picture up on my wall? I can hang anything you want, girl. He's good. Okay, well that I was code, and I got you it. Want. You got it. That's, did I, you hear how you say that? Yes, I did. I can hang anything you want. Upside down. But you know she tells something about Rodney. Let me tell something about Rodney. Rodney be doing all this flirting. And the moment I run and jump into his arms, he's going to be like, wait a minute, whoa, I'm calling the police. <laughs> well, see, the thing about it is if if I start messing with her friends, y'all get crazy. We do. Friendship won't be the same. And they then won't. the money won't be flowing. Everybody be upset. So I'd rather just stay right here close and be the baby daddy and be the best friend. And do all things. All right. <laughs> That's what he does. Let me tell you something. Right. You can't control about- my fantasies. No, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you the story. She that, said you can't control her fantasy. I'm going to tell you this story that uh, one of the first times that Kim and I met, I made her dinner at my place. Remember that in uh, oh, West Hollywood? And I made you dinner. You and Sherry are out of control today. Yes, I remember that. And this is wild. I made the dinner. She was so impressed. You want to tell them what you did? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm uncomfortable with all this bullshit y'all doing this morning. What the hell? What the hell what did you do? do? She, I made this amazing dinner. She comes across the table, pushes me back from the table, straddles me, and gives me the biggest kiss I've ever had. I was like, what the? What? She's like, I didn't know you can cook. I was like, whoa. But you know I like to eat. You know I like to eat. But that was like 30 years ago. And it was just what one happened? kiss. That was it. Just I was We're, so no, he was very was, I was, was impressed. He could he can really cook. It but I want to ask Rodney, did this make you want to pursue it further? Because that was a big 
a big hint. This is why you can tell she a real talk show host. Did you see this hoe? I want to ask Rodney. See, that's a learned behavior. She done learned that on the view. Like, like, bitch, not we don't care what you saying. I want to ask Rodney. Who you learned that from? Barbara? Whoopi? Who you learned that from? Joy? That was good, Sherry. It doesn't matter. Don't distract. Rodney, answer the question. When she straddled you and she kissed you and she let you know how she felt, did it make you say, I want to pursue this? Uh, it was very, very amazing kiss. I must say that. The big fat lips she has is pretty amazing. But the problem with Kim and I is and this. my daddy's lips. Kim doesn't allow, back then, Kim did not allow a man to leave. So She don't now. And neither do you. Exactly. You bust into the room and she won't let you just open the door and come in and be the man. She wants to bust in first and everything. And I'm loud. And, and I'm not the loud type of guy. So we do really well at what we do, doing what we do. That's hilarious. Okay, so you you want to you want to open doors and cook, and you want to you want to be the man, and be treated as such in a relationship. That's it. Okay, well, but you I respect her. Women, who but she it was is nice talking to you. Coldest woman that I know. Business. She is woman. a cold woman. Okay, yeah. is that enough on me, or y'all want more? That's that's ah! enough on you, Rodney. I think All we right. got everything um, that we need. She looks pretty, doesn't she? My number is. Oh, you can <laughs> you can catch him at WhitleyProducts.store. That's what. You What's can. Your, That's right. Or let me tell. Let me just say this. Com. What the gra- We got the grass drinking straws. What is your Instagram address? Because I know some ladies are oh, probably yes, wanting right. it. Oh, uh, Rodney Rodney V Johnson or Rodney Van Johnson? I think. I, you don't I, know. Which, I, which one is you should know that Jesus. I leave all that stuff up to you guys. Oh my god, okay, so you either, Rodney, either. Rodney, Rodney Van Johnson. There's only one, there's only one Rodney Van Johnson. So, Rodney Van Johnson, okay, Rodney yeah, Van it. Johnson, ladies, at Rodney Van at Johnson Rodney on Van Instagram. Johnson. Who are you on Facebook? Rodney Van Johnson. Oh, yeah, I'm, Rod- I'm, with you. I'm Rodney Van Johnson. That's it, RVJ Rodney Van Johnson, grassdrinkingstraws.com, oh. quick stick. Dot net dot com. Uh, How's that quick stick spelled? We keep people keep asking quick stick. It's spelled so weird. Yeah, we should have not spelled it like that. Well, we had to yeah. spell it like that because now we own. We had to copy. Because I looked up, I looked up quick stick and got a golf something. Yeah, uh, we so should have golf pulling yeah. well, the ball some kind of way because people. Well, when you're marketing, was, you got to make sure that you can brand the name. So that was the only name that I can get with quick and stick. So we own that. It's, it's probably right. named it spelled? Maybe help. Huh? How do you spell it? How it's K-W-I-C and then S-T-I-C-K. Quick stick. K-W-I-C. Then the regular way. S-T-I-C-K. So it's K-W-I-C. Thank you, Rodney. I don't know how y'all own and stuff. They're going to ride me on the Soap Digest. Is that hilarious? We only listen to white people. Move it over. Oh, wait, wait, wait. My bad. Wait, I was looking at the wrong camera. My bad. Oh, look at Rodney. Oh, look at Rodney when he had hair. One of my only covers I ever had. I had another one on Digest. So, so viewer, listeners, Kim just pulled up an older picture of Rodney when he was uh, his, you know, when he had his uh, soap opera. That was that Loving or Passions, or Young and the Restless that or Passions. Passions. That was Passions. But see, also a lot of people don't know either. That Kim and I had a joke growing up that if we never had any kids, oh, together, that's right. If, no, that wasn't a joke. That was a real discussion. Well, yeah. Because, you know, we did come close to knocking boots. It doesn't matter. Just talk um, about the discussion. And I always said the kid would be loud and crazy. And we do have a 
So, okay, so this is what happened. No, the deal was, I said, if we don't have kids together, we will adopt. Yeah. And we said that when we were in our 20s. Yeah. And uh, it has all come to pass. Look how God works. You have Joshua. And still haven't knocked boots, or have you? No, but Joshua loves us. Well, he loves Rodney more, but very, very important. He uh, is a daddy's boy. And uh, he tries to be very, this is the thing, why I think it's very important to have a father or father figure in a boy's life. He will straighten up and he wants to impress his father. So it really mm. makes it, it, it worthwhile. Oh, Aww. that's so sweet. That's you really sweet. That, that's very good. That was heartwarming. Okay, let's move on. because this. Thank this you so much, Rodney. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you for bringing me on to all of your hundreds of thousands of millions of people out there well, in TV in land. TV land. Peace, oh, deuces. Okay. YouTube land and podcast land. Oh, I can't get up there. Now, you can't get oh. up. Don't show the women that. Oh, Jesus. You're supposed to get Sherry cracking up. You're supposed to get up smooth. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was so fun. We love I know Rodney. Chris Mad be taking away Chris's. Uh, no, play. Chris, we got it. We got stuff coming up with Chris. More yeah, Rodney all, all the time. I love Rodney. He's great. Yeah. Because Rodney just helps your life be smoother, Kim. So we love Rodney. People love and Rodney. I, that was that was a nice little respite from to calm you down. It was like you know, giving you a little cough syrup. It just calmed you down. So thank you, Rodney. Yeah. So you how calm you are. You're not going off. You're not loud. You're not rocking. You just sitting still, and I like that. So I'm very. I I'm only proud. rock because the chair moves, and that's what Rodney said. He said you need a non-moving chair, but now you can start me rocking. I forgot I need to rock. <laughs> How were you it's rocking, rocking in Cleveland? Chair. You were in Cleveland the last time we left you. You went to Cleveland to see your father, who is in his seventies or eighties. Eighties. He's 80. Still driving, lives by himself, does his own thing. He's the man. He got well, a gun. He will you can come up on him, huh? How, you know, did you go, how was, okay, you had, this is the first time you traveled since the pandemic, the quarantine. How was it traveling? What did you do? Uh, Delta, United, American, what did you do? Okay. Normally, I fly, you know, some of the big, Wig planes, but usually to Cleveland United because United has a nonstop flight. Well, okay. because of the pandemic, they have changed their scheduling. And obviously, I'm from a small town. They don't have any nonstops to Cleveland, but Spirit does. And everyone always complains about Spirit. But when I tell you I love that airline, honey, you do. I, I love it for the, it's really gotten better, but it has the big front seats. And when I tell you this, Karen, this lady, would not like we were split up and usually the flight attendant came on and said hey ma'am uh do you mind moving over to the other window seat that's available and uh this this uh, mother can sit with her son right. honey karen was like no i was like that's me. i was like oh you're trying to make america great again ain't you i oh, girl oh. I looked at her and she said ask uh well can't uh, he sit in the aisle, and she sit in the aisle across from him. No. Now, this is the problem. The aisle seat had an, uh, a man who was um, 
pretty much couldn't move without help, assistance. That man said, I'll move to the window if you help me. The flight attendant had to help him get up and his arm, you know, his arms, he couldn't move his arms really, to move over so I could sit there. Now, let me tell you something. I was like, sir, I'll pay for your flight. Let me pay for your flight because he was like, no, I found out he was a big real estate dude, but he was like, no, it's fine. So that was that. But it was a uh, everybody was afraid of everyone had masks on. I had on a mask and a shield, a N95 mask. And Joshua did had his cute little mask on. He had his, you know, as a kid's mask, had big glasses. It was fantastic. Uh, and I said, you can't take it off. And they announced the only re- way you could take off your mask during flight is if you're actively eating, that is it. Okay. They will turn this plane around. They don't play because you know that plane that went to Chicago, they turned it around and brought it back to Los Angeles because the people weren't wearing their masks. Yeah, they did. Wow. Uh, yeah. So um, so that was good so everybody could know how that was. Now, the difference, though, I want everybody to know, don't you jump on Spirit or Frontier Airline and thinking that you are flying with the top of the top, the creme de la creme. You are flying with your brothers and sisters and the people. I'm talking about the people. We're talking about the people that are like, thank God for spirit. Now I can get around in this world because the ticket is $25. Everybody got on pajamas, uh, bedroom slippers, no bra. When I tell you they cussing and acting a fool, pretty much it was okay except for the flight back. Behind me, a row, was a young sister and a brother, and I guess, you know, they from Cleveland. You know, we a little much. She started cussing him out. We almost home. Now, Josh was asleep. That's one thing I don't want. Don't you wake up my kid because now his ears going to hurt. I need him to sleep to the end. She cussed. She like, oh, you MF. You know what? I'm the one that made you. You know what? That loud. Now, first of all, you know the flight attendants and the people, they're going to have a problem. She started cussing him out. They about to go to blows, right? I couldn't behind take that one behind a row behind me and over to the left. Let me tell you something. I couldn't take it no more. I turned around. I pulled my mask down like auntie, like an auntie would. I didn't give a <laughs> rat's behind. What y'all gonna do? You ain't got no weapon. You're gonna beat me on the plane. I will fight back, but I was scared of the COVID. I turned around, I said, hey, 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 hey. But I had a distractor because I didn't know how ghetto she was. I said, you so pretty. You know, that'll make a woman stop in a minute. I said, look at you. Because what I was saying was, you way too pretty to be acting that ugly. I said, look at you. I said, girl, you look like Gabrielle Union. So it shocked her. So she stopped. Then the dude next to her was like, oh, that's Auntie Sugar from next Friday. So then the other little boy who she fighting with, he looking. I said, hey, hey, hey. I said, they will arrest you. They will land this plane. And they will arrest you. Be clear at what you're doing. So then she was like, well, this. Then she started cussing again. I said, is it worth it? I said, chill. I said, I don't care what you do when you get off this plane. I said, but what you do on this plane is my business right now. And I need you to relax. I care what happens to you. So relax. I said, plus my baby sleep. Chill. And I put my mask on and turned back around. Now they have a could have thrown something, hit me in the head in the back of my head. It could have gone Did down. Did they do anything? Did they fight back? Did they fight anymore or they stopped? They shut up. They shut up. They started mumbling a couple curse words. I did a side eye. They was quiet. 
Now I'm gonna tell you all the white people around me. I'm telling all the white people. They was like, "Ooh, get them, Auntie. Good job." Cause see, now a white person couldn't have turned around and said that. That'd have been a big no. fight, right? That's what's so crazy. Because Honey, I think uh-uh. they knew that you said it in love, even though you yeah. were harsh. You had it Auntie love because I think they probably saw she genuinely cares. She doesn't want us to get arrested. You know, she cares about us. So yeah. it it would have been different. Had it been done by somebody else. That yeah. is a crazy. So it's a lot of COVID tension out here yes. now. People are just, it's, they're it's, on. At, it's a lot. You think of people are on edge more? Well, I think, you know, because of the protest and all of that and pandemic and people living weird and we got to wear these masks and, you know, it's a lot going on. And Trump. You know, stealing all the all the mailboxes in the country. It's a lot going on. People are nervous. He about to steal this election. He doing stuff. It we don't know what's next. It's a lot going on. So I think that's that's what's what's happening. And that you know, and for me, you know, I went to check on my father. It was hard to be there with the corona because I don't want to infect him. So I had to stay with him with a mask on. My brothers keep calling, don't you be near him. I can't hug my daddy. Joshua wanted to hug my daddy. So what I did was, because Joshua kept saying, can I hug him? Can I hug him? I put a sheet over Joshua with his mask and his shield on. I put a whole sheet on him like a ghost. I said, go on in. You and he had went him and looking him. like the KKK, Kim? Hey! He wanted to hug his papa, so I wanted papa to live, so he put a sheet on, and my father was happy. He hugged him. I thought that was pretty smart. Someone told me to do that. Your daddy now, hugged I didn't put a sheet on him. That's kind of that's kind of cool. I wish you would have got a picture of that because that, yeah. that you can't believe that. That's that's kind of cool that you put a sheet on him to hug. I don't know if that if any viruses go through sheets, but that was great because you both were COVID free. See, see, I like that mm-hmm. idea. And you, how was it being with your dad now? Because your father's elderly, so it's now this thing of coming back and taking care of your parents. That's hard when you also going without through. getting them infected. It's a very difficult situation. But I went back, cleaned out his refrigerator, Aww. took the trash out. All this in the meantime, by taking out the trash, it was like five bags of trash, and and I had I didn't want to bring when I first went over. I didn't want to bring all the stuff in the house, so I left my stuff in the kitchen. Well, my brother thought he going to be extra. I'm going to help. Scott Whitley says, oh, let me help. I got it. And I usually help him. I was like, let me help you. He said, no, no, I got it. This fool grabs one of my bags because I put him in a plastic bag and throws one of my bags away in the trash. People saw it on my Instagram. My iPad was in the bag. And <gasps> he, he threw away your iPad? Yes, he did. So we were going, we went to the dumpster. We called the maintenance people. They're like, once it's in there, it's in there. Scott says, I'm going to go down the chute. It looks like a 45 degree angle. I can get down there and then you pull me up. I said, what? Yes, what? girl, he was serious. I said, don't you get your old big behind in the dumpster. Duck. He said, you just make sure don't nobody push the button. So if somebody come push the button, then you get crushed. I said, no, no, no. I said, no, no, no. I said, we not 20. Now, that 20 are dumb behinds would have done that. One jump in, one look, you find my iPad. But I'm not 20, okay? I said, Scott, I couldn't pull up Joshua if we put Joshua in there, which I would never do. We did think about it. <laughs> and his other son, we was like, we couldn't get somebody young to go in there. He said, I can do it, Kim. You just put down that rake pole. I said, Scott, I can't pull you up. There's no way. I'd have to yell for help. We'd have to call 911 to get you out the trash compactor. So 
I lost my my iPad is crushed somewhere. I don't even want to look through oh. to find my iPad. It's so crushed. Um, Did you so, had you downloaded all your stuff from your iPad to the computer? I, Do you I know if you did that? This is probably a backup, but I don't. You know, one thing I learned in life at this age, Sherry. What I pray on it, and I keep it moving. I I, I have to release things because it's just things. I'm safe. My brother's safe. My son's. Everybody's healthy. I can get another iPad. Even if I don't get another iPad, I, you know, I might not. It, it is what it is. Uh, use your phone. Be Some people don't have iPads, Kim. Just I just try not to think about it and I move on. You ever think about them pictures you got on the iPad, though? That you I did think about the pictures on the iPad. I did. But I was like, it's crushed. I didn't lose it. It's crushed. Because, baby. <laughs> you know, because iPad takes better pictures than the cell phone. So you get, you get yeah. the good pictures. Yeah. I'm sorry all of that happened. I'm glad you got to see your father and you got to, you know, uh, go in there and help him with the house and that Joshua got to see him. But that that sucks with the iPad. I know you would, you know what you were talking about that was so interesting to me when you were telling me about your trip of going through about the spirituality and faith and wearing masks, which I thought was oh. pretty deep. I, I That's right. I, I had an epiphany. Can you come closer to your mic? I like hearing you louder. Maybe Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to put a pillow behind your back so you can sit closer. My chair, my chair is stuck. <laughs> I got this cheap chair from Ross for $30. So not Did, only is my butt hurting, the chair won't move. But you saved some money. <laughs> but I saved uh, some money. Uh, um, this was my epiphany, what I really had to think about, and I wish I could uh, put it in some really good words I've been thinking about. I, I look at this COVID um, like faith, something unseen. Mm-hmm. I look at the people that don't wear masks, and I said, those are the people that don't believe in God. They have no faith because faith is something that is unseen. I've never seen God, and I have never touched him, but I am a believer without a shadow of a doubt that there is a higher power than ourselves. And I believe that with every fiber of my body. Do I believe in this COVID? Yes, with every fiber in my body, just like faith and just like things that we have seen in this world that we cannot explain because that is God. This COVID we have seen, there's proof. We've seen that people are dying from it. So the people that do not wear the mask have, obviously they they are not faith walkers. Well, I think it's, that's interesting that you say that because you've had this personal epiphany, but I would argue on the other side that some people who don't wear masks have faith that they're not going to get sick. That, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, churches that are opening back up and they're saying, how do you tell us that we can't worship? They believe with all the faith that they have in God that they're going to be protected. So I don't know if it's they don't have that faith. It's just their faith goes in the other direction of I'm not going to get sick. I'm not going to, you know, die from this thing. Even if there's, you know, it's out there that people are being in the hospital, they have faith that they're going to get through it. So it's it's everybody's exercising their faith in a different way you know it's it we got into that discussion about wearing a mask outside like I don't wear a mask when I walk the dogs because I 
am the only one walking those dogs. When somebody else comes, we go to the other side of the street. I want the fresh air in my lungs. I love the fresh air. I have faith that I'm not going to get sick out there getting fresh air. Now, you and Sybil Wilkes from the Tom Joyner Morning Show, y'all get on me all the time, wear a mask. And I, I don't wear a mask while I walk these dogs. I even being, uh, you know, I, I'm not around anybody. I make sure I'm just away from anybody. I walk them at seven, six in the morning. Well, let me give you a suggestion, Sherry Shepard. Sure. I'd like you to have the mask in your pocket. And that is because of that. emergency. Because think about this. Would you, if somebody or something happened to the dogs, but let's just, let's just say there was a stranger and you're the only one there, would you touch them without gloves, like blood or something happened? You would have gloves on you, like the paramedics. Oh, you're talking about something something happened to someone else and I had to help them? Just saying that. Or your dog, say your dog's got away or your dog's bit somebody or something happened and you have to interact and get the dog off of somebody or get the dog off of the person or whatever. Now, not only has your dog done something, but you ain't got your mask on and you in front of somebody. But if you got your mask with you, just in case some stuff go down, you have it. I think that is a good point. And I will wear my, I will carry my mask inside because I have like a little fanny pack that mm-hmm. I put my phone in and the poop bags, I can put a mask in there and got put it on and something on. like that. Huh? What'd you I say? Because I died. This is a quick story. It's not long, but I, I was in a car accident one time. And I'll never mm-hmm. forget. I had the fanny pack on, right? Because I'd be wearing my little fanny pack. And I'd never forget. I had to crawl out the car. The windows broke, all this crazy stuff. And I from I was laying on the ground. They laid me on the ground, right? And this guy ran up. i never forget. He ran over. He was like, oh, ma'am. He said, I'm an I'm a, uh, off-duty uh, firefighter, whatever. And he's like, okay. He said, uh, 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 she has a fanny pack, so she must be a diabetic. I was like, I I'll never forget I know. it. He was like, you got a fanny pack. I was like, oh, at a certain age, when you wear a fanny pack. They think you a I know when you wear a fanny pack, it does denote certain things about you. And I think people, that's why I have like a very, it's a very skinny. It's not one of those big bulky fanny packs where you think of your auntie. It's like very skinny that you wear against your skin. Right. It's like what if you was a drug mule, you was going through the airport. It's that kind of fanny pack they can't tell. Right, That's right. That's the only kind right. of analogy I can think of. And so I I wear it underneath my t-shirt so nobody sees that I'm wearing a fanny pack because I don't want nobody going, she, she looked like a diabetic, which I am. That's oh God. I love it. Oh I my gosh. It. I'm glad you're back safe and sound. I was praying for you. And Thank anytime you. I would get worried about you being out there flying, I, I said, let me just calm down. Let me, you know, she going to be all right. And you, did you have any gigs out there? You know, cause we always trying to make some money. Yeah. Well, Delta Sigma Theta sorority, which I'm a part of, uh, I had to do for Linda Stewart, my girl down in uh, Atlanta, for her chapter, a big old chapter in Atlanta, like 500 of them in the room. Uh, I did some stand-up for them. First time I ever did stand-up on Zoom. Hated it. it yeah, it's it, hard doing stand-up on Zoom. Did you have anybody in the room at least to laugh while you are doing stand-up? What is the thing? You got 500 people, right, in the room, but you don't see anybody. They want you to, they were like, uh, we're just going to have you on the screen. I said, that's like doing stand-up by myself, to myself. I said, no, no, y'all got to stay on the screen so I had to see four people and hear their giggles. I was like, I don't oh. ever want to do this again. It was hard. But, that's hard you know, they, they enjoyed it. 
you know, we were on tour, you and I and Lonnie Love and Nene Leakes and B. Simone. We were on a tour called Ladies Night Out Comedy Tour. We had 10 more cities to do. And then they yeah. shut us down. That's been really hard. And we were doing theaters and arenas. And it's been very hard because we haven't done stand-up. We, and they, they put the, you know, when we first got in the pandemic, they pushed everything back to like October. But now they got canceled again. So now I think some of our gigs are back around March, which is a year later. It's been extremely hard because we haven't done stand-up. I know some people have been asking if I would do stand-up at drive-ins. You know, and, and what they do is each comic has their own microphone. You stay in the car until you're supposed to come on stage. They got all these precautions. I've said no, Kim, because I'm still a little leery around being around so many people. But I do miss making people laugh. Oh. Do you or can you re remember your jokes right Absolutely now? Absolutely not. I don't remember not one of my jokes, how it goes. I go, I, I, did you remember your jokes? Really? I was struggling. Siobhan was listening. She said she was in the room. She was like, she said on one of my jokes, I did the punchline and then the setup. She was like, oh God. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, a no. little, it's it's rough because we haven't, it's, we, the last time I did stand up was February. It's August now. And now we're not going back on the road until sometime around March. So it's been a year. So I try to do my jokes and then Jeffrey walks by and he's like, what are you doing? And then I feel silly. So it, you know, so you, back do to, you practice your jokes. I try to, it's not like I do it every day, but I, 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 need, to, I need to do that. I have not practiced one. Yeah, I got it. So, we got to start you know, practicing. I got to start but practicing. But you know what? I realized, Sherry Shepard, I'm tired of my old jokes. I I'm tired of talking about them. I'm tired of saying them. If I got to say them, I'm going to jump out the window. It's time for new jokes. It's, it's time for Corona jokes. It's time to talk about what's real in life. I think there's a shift in what I want to talk about and, and working on what's funny and what's real. I mean, my jokes are cool, but they're not relevant anymore. I mean, we're not traveling when I talk about Africa. You know, maybe young dude might be relevant and some other things. But what this, uh, you know, pandemic has shown me, you know, I want to get down raw, get in it. Our podcast, you know, I even edit myself on this because, you know, I don't want to be too ignorant because, it, you know, it's it's you, forever. It'll come back. You don't want to be too ignorant? Can somebody rewind to the first 10 minutes of you going off? You oh. don't want to be too ignorant. Ignant, first of all. Can we take apart the word ignant? I-G apostrophe N-A-N-T. Ignant. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. And ignant. I don't even say Lord. It's all Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yes. Sometimes so I go, I don't know how you got thing. so ignorant. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know. Cleveland. I'm Cleveland. <laughs> Think about all the people from Cleveland. Steve Harvey. Come on. Yeah, he Halle Berry from Cleveland. Hallie got an ignorant side. That's what's so funny. Y'all don't she get to pretty see it. She pretty ignorant. <laughs> she pretty ignorant. Yeah. I, well, I'm from Chicago. It's the same thing. But, you know, it's really interesting um, doing our stand-up. And it is. It's, it's an evolution that we've gone through. We've, we've gotten older. We, you know, we found out things about ourselves that we like, we don't like. We've gone through depression. And it's, so it is, it does seem like our material is not, is not doesn't have the gravitas that, you know, it, it, it doesn't match what we're going through, the material that we yeah. have been doing. So I feel you. So, but I don't yes. have anybody to practice in front of this new material, what I'm going my through. It's just even your nails. I got an appointment at four o'clock. Oh, my nails. 
I miss my long corona. nails. Got the corona nails. And you got to, oh, geez, I forgot Joshua starts school tomorrow. You just had to bring that up, huh? You I just feel to. bad for you. Did you get his room set up? You know, this is a difficult thing. I'm telling you because I'm still uh, PSD from the last situation. PST, PTSD. Yeah, that thing. PTSD, post-traumatic yeah, stress um, Yes. Uh, I have his room set up. Uh, he's in a closet. I set up a closet. Joshua's in the closet? But that's all I got. I got a space in the closet. I put a fan in there. He got his computer. You know, I leave the door open. I put a light. You got to have a place. Put, put a cowbell in there. I'm going to put a camera in there if I can. Let me tell you something what I can't do. I can't have Joshua next to me in my office while I'm working. I can't do it because it was too tough last time. It's on the teacher this time. If he get up and walk away from the classroom, well, well, she better send me a text, send me a note in the mail, something. I'm not oh, doing gosh. it. It's too Are you much. And you are also tutoring Joshua. So now you're, now you got to tutor know. him again. I don't know how parents are doing it. I'm telling you with more than one kid. If I had a kid in the fourth grade and a kid in the second grade, when I, or, you know, to, let me tell you something. I'd be like, uh, teachers, y'all need to figure out uh, which grade you want to teach them because they both going to be in it. If it's sixth grade and she from second grade, oh, well, she better catch up. We're going to have one. I can't be bouncing back and forth. Now I got to teach you the ABCs. Now I got to run and teach you calculus. Ain't going to happen. And, and so, that's not what you're qualified to do. Like this no. is the first time Jeffrey got his report card. This is the first time he's gotten all D's in math. He never used to get D's. He would get C's. But because he's not actually in the classroom, the teachers can't, you know, if he was in the classroom, they'd say, you know what, that he doesn't understand wait, wait, how to wait. do this. Did you say D's? He got D's. Oh, you? Oh no, no. You better fight that, cause I Joshua got his report card. They slick, cause they don't. They give you one, two, three, four, and they know I don't understand that. So I don't know what he got. But let me tell you something. I would say uh, this last quarter. Oh, you ain't gonna give my son no D, because this ain't the right environment. Has it been? So take that D, cause it's gonna be with him for the rest of his life, and raise it to a C, because there is a a a, a curve. There is no way you can give any child a D. And, and what's going on right now? That was the, the third quarter of the year. That was a whole part. We could have got a B. We don't know what he could have done. Matter of fact, give me the number to the school. I'm going to call him. My nephew, Jeffrey, don't deserve a D. You're going to raise that to a C just because of Corona. Who I got to call for one? Where'd the ignorant come back? I, girl, because you'd have made me ignit mad about that. Ignorant sat on your shoulders like a blanket. It did. As much as it you pay did. for that school, let me tell you something. As much as I pay for that school, matter of fact, you better give him a B. Give him okay, a B because of Corona. <laughs> That's not the right. I, he can't learn. He can't learn through no Zoom. My son ain't no Zoom learner. I, I got you. Really? Girl, you got I do one. understand. Oh, I thank understand. you, Rodney. See, that's how I'm Look at that. Look at that. Oh, Rodney brought you a piece of bacon, some strawberries, and a blueberry. Uh -huh. And what's that? What's the white stuff? 20 pounds. That's right. That's uh, egg whites. Oh, that's fruit. awesome. Because on yep. WW, you've lost it 25 pounds. That's good. That's, that's right. That really looks good, Kim. I'm but proud Rodney of you. Said, Rodney says it's because of him. He, uh, I like how he calmed you down. This is the one thing. You can have that watermelon. I told you oh, it's food. You. No, no, I have water. I have water. I don't eat watermelon on camera. That's Andre. 
Did you just he say? Gonna, come here for a second. I, I give it to him. You give her some watermelon you know, on the right now. He saw you with one piece of bacon and chopped up blueberries. And he gonna come. Well, you might as well put your hand in here with this watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is that? And he's like, I was bringing it to you. Oh. He didn't cut it. No chunk. He just hands me. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? This big ass watermelon on this podcast. Like, I'm cut it in front of you guys. You're, you got one slice of bacon, six blueberries. Rodney's cut up the strawberries. He's made you omelets. And he just puts a watermelon in my face. A whole <laughs> watermelon. Funny. I don't even know how funny and that all is. y'all, I keep getting these freaking uh, comments. You know, I, Andre in love with you, and you in love with him. And why y'all just need to go and share y'all love. Don't nobody love you. Give you a whole watermelon. Don't cut it up. You know what? A person who gives you a whole watermelon and don't cut it up. He like, you know what? At one point in time, I used to want some. I don't even care no more. Here go the watermelon. Here go the watermelon. You go to watermelon. At one point, I used to, but I don't care no more. So here, watermelon. And he ain't even cut it up. He just sitting there going. <laughs> so y'all can stop with the comments. Because <laughs> I'm tired of putting smiley faces by the comments. We're going to have to go. My whole, my whole interview technique was messed up. You see what COVID, I don't know who Kim is talking to. She's talking to Rodney. Oh, that's Joshua. Ah. Joshua. Did you have a good time in Cleveland? Uh, yeah. Hey, what you do in Cleveland? Um, not, not much. Not Just much? I hanged out with my papa and, and hanged out with my cousins. And you just, you played a lot? Yeah. So what you doing today? Um, what are your plans for today? Oh, no. But you ready for school tomorrow? First day of school. No. Tell her, tell her, tell her. Oh, now you tell have a tantrum. You ready to go Look, to school see? tomorrow, Joshua? That's it. No. It's downhill from here. You gotta you see? gotta you gotta be ready. Okay. You know you gotta go to bed early no. tonight, right? I, I told him that you gotta go to bed at eight o'clock. You gotta tonight. get up early. I know you don't want to start school. School it starts at eight thirty in the morning. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, say bye to I just you better bye bye my love. This way, no, this I know it's fine. No, let me tell you. Okay, honey. Okay, all right. All right, you're gonna be in the closet tomorrow. Let me say this to you. This way. Okay. No. Okay, Joshua. Joshua, we on TV. What is Joshua doing? Girl, he don't understand how the screen works. You better enjoy this time while you have it, Kim. Because when they get to be a teenager. It's going to be like what Jeffrey and I are doing. Close the door, baby. Let me tell you something. You. What? He already thinks he's a teenager. I'm telling you this. Talking you, back. You just, teenagers be tripping. They do. Teenagers, teenagers are a different. It's everything. a whole. It's a different season with teenagers. I realize that I'm in a season of I'm the bad guy all the time. My son uh, does not. I know he loves me, but he doesn't like me. And yes. I don't take it personally because I remember how I was when I was a teenager. My parents, I just took away all the joy that they had from the ages of 13 to 18. Yep. I don't know why I couldn't stand my parents. Like when my mother opened her mouth, I was like, 
Ugh, I can't stand you. I hate you. I can't wait till I'm 18. I was so harsh. I was such a bitch. And I'm but I'm you're also a Jehovah's Witness. No, that I had nothing no. to do with even being a Jehovah's Witness. This is Jehovah's Witnesses that no, didn't act like me. Role, there's extra rules. It was all the rules, but they were very strict. I just mm-hmm. I just went through this thing where I would rather be with my friends. I didn't want to be with my sister. I just didn't like my parents. And I it was my mission in life to screw up their day. If we went out shopping, I didn't want to go. I went, I would just have an attitude. So then my mother would pop me in my mouth. If we went out to eat, I just sat there. I wouldn't say anything to anybody. I was a little bitch. And uh, wow. so I try not to take... Yeah, I was bad. I just, I hated my parents. I love my dad now. My mom passed away. But I just, I couldn't stand them. And I would always scream and be dramatic. That's why girls, my mother would pop me. I would scream, you don't understand. I hate you. I can't wait till I'm 18 and I'm moving out. I can't. And then she'd have to pop me in the back of the head again. And then I'm running my room screaming, slamming the doors. And she'd have to run upstairs and go, you don't slam doors in my house. And then I'd be like, hey, and literally there was one point I started screaming at the top of my lungs and she had to slap me to calm me down. Like it was crazy. So, so you don't think it was hormones? Oh, okay. It was complete hormones. It was complete okay. hormones. But Jeffrey's not that bad. But like if I go in and go, good morning, Jeffrey, he's like, oh, and he runs his fingers to his head. Ugh. And he, you know, then he's like, he gets all loose in his body. Like he loses all his bone structure. And then he falls forward and it's like, oh God, why are you talking to me? Why are you looking at me? Why are you in my room? You know, everything is just, we went to walk the dogs and I said, oh, this is a way we could bond. And we're walking the dogs. And I'm like, so Jeffrey, he's like, why are we walking so far? I thought you said we only had to go to their poop. How come we can't go? It's hot, my view. And I like every bit of joy that I had was gone. It got to the point where I was like, you know what? You just go in your room. Don't even say my name. And I had to look at myself and go, who are you, Sherry? And I was, he was like, what? And I was like, I can't. All I did, and that's what I say all the time. All I did was have you. What I do wrong? All I did was push you out, which seems to make him go to another level of, I can't, don't like you. And so we are at this. Uh, oh my God. But then that's he will come said- in. He will come in at nighttime and, and before he goes to bed, he will hug me and he will rub his face on my face. He'll go, mom, I like rubbing my face on yours because your skin is so soft. And then I'll hug him and he only lets me do that for three seconds. Then he's like, okay, okay, okay. It's too much. I try to get in a hug when I can. It's literally like an abusive relationship, Kim. <laughs> like I live for his love. Sherry, wow. you got to lead this relationship. I can't because I love him too much. I'll take whatever he give me. Oh. But Sherry, y'all don't get along. I know, but I just love him. I can't go. Put him out. I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's what I'm reduced to, like my validation. I, all my pictures of him as a baby. I go, Jeffrey, you remember? He was like, Ugh, stop already. I'm not a baby. I'm 15. And I'm like, okay. So now I've got, he, I have to take down all the pictures of when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. So enjoy. Remember what I Joshua's. told you to do? Remember what I said? You have to get in the bed with him at nighttime. No, not Andre. Did you hear this? No, I'm telling you, this is a fact. Get over here, Andre. You can't, I cannot get in the bed. This is a fact. I I read it in the parent magazine. They say with teenage boys. I can't get in the bed with no 
Jeffrey. When he's laying there at night, he's about to go to bed. You get in the bed too, and y'all just lay there and look at the ceiling and you talk to oh, him. Hold on one sec. Okay, but just hold on. Jeffrey. And you just you lay in the bed and you look at the ceiling too and you just ask him questions, talk to him, and then you go on about your business. But that's when it's all quiet now. All right, forget I you then. I just hold on, Kim. I just I need Auntie Kim. She don't have to see you. You want to come on camera for a second? Because I was Jeffrey. Do you feel like it? You don't have to. Okay, you hear him go, no. I just want to answer your question. You have to say it loud enough so Auntie Kim can hear you. When you go to bed at night, do you want me to get in the bed with you and just talk to you? He's looking. Uh, No. No, No, Jeffrey, if your mama just laid next to you and just listened to what you had to say. (laughs) He said never do that. Okay, thank you, Jeffrey. Now I'm going to bring Andre in here because Andre teaches Jeffrey self-defense I'm not come, come in just come in. I want you to tell Kim why I'm not supposed to get in bed with Jeffrey okay most of the time because I was I'm a product of a single parent a single mom my, she raised me when you reach a certain age you're looking for your identity as a young man you're trying to find yourself if there aren't a lot of guys around to bond with you, you tend to be by yourself a lot we don't want you around because we're trying to find ourselves, especially at night when we're in bed. We're trying to find ourselves. Literally. <laughs> so, no, I don't want before I find myself, my mom in bed with me. <laughs> but Kim read it in the parent magazines. What is, what's this going to look like, Kim? He, and, when, and I'm serious. When Andre says, boys are trying to find themselves, Joshua may not be trying to find themselves, but as a teenager... They trying to find themselves. Chris, did you try to find yourself when you were a teenager? Yeah, spiritually, I read a lot, and uh, you know. Yeah, don't give me that. Don't anything. give me that BS. Shut up, Chris. Shut up. Don't be giving me that BS, Chris. You better answer honestly, Chris. When you were a teenager and you went through that stage at nighttime, do, would you really have wanted Joni to crawl in the bed with you to talk about what happened Not during the day? In. You're saying it wrong, Chris. If your mother would have just came in your room every now and then. And just laid in the bed and said, so how was your day? What you been doing? At 15, Chris? All right. I mean, I mean, had BET After Dark started yet? Like, I mean, what is... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we know what Chris likes. Listen, it was Comic View, and it was a, it was a swift change of programming into After Dark. And if you find yourself that way, that's you know, that's that's where it goes. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that for that phase to end. By the way, this and I'm in my mid 30s, so. I'm just saying, Kim, enjoy it. Enjoy. And listeners and viewers, this is a question I'm going to put to you. So I can know that I'm not crazy. Are you? What are you going through with your children during this quarantine? If you have teenagers, teenage girls, teenage boys, if you have uh, children Joshua's age, because Joshua's, what, nine, Kim? Mm-hmm. If, nine. What are you going through with your kids? Especially I want to know from the teenage uh, kids' parents, because... I'm just going through this season. I'm very thankful. I have to say, I'm very thankful. I'm going to have to show a video to you guys. Andre comes over and he trains Jeffrey in self-defense. And so Jeffrey will, I can watch outside of my office and Jeffrey will be having a meltdown. And and, and Andre stands there with his arms crossed. And then I'll see Jeffrey doing sit-ups or boxing with, with Andre. And I just love the fact that Andre, he pushes through and he'll say things to Jeffrey like, you know, if somebody was attacking your mom, this is what you would do. And Jeffrey, I love when Kim's face freezes with food at her mouth. Your face froze and the food was at your mouth. It was so funny. 
That's horrible. But Andre, it was it was kind of a little sexy. Andre will push through and continue to work with Jeffrey because he says boys have the warrior spirit, and and you know just need a man to bring it out. So uh, Jeffrey likes it. Now let me compliment him, and then he has a meltdown again. Like I gotta act like I didn't see. I mean Jeffrey, even they were doing sit ups. He pulled his shirt off to finish the sit up. Kim, I said Good. he is. To, and, and then I said, Andre, and Andre said, no, it's good. A, a boy likes to feel like he's a man. So he pulls his shirt off to do the sit-ups and he was doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. You pull your shirt off too? You yep. pull your shirt off while Andre's training you? <sighs> I swear, if Andre finds out that we're making any money from this podcast, he's going to sue us. <laughs> Him and Chris. And wait, Chris, can I ask you something? What time? Where are we at in our time, please? You're about an hour in. Oh! Yes. Yes, Sherry <laughs> Shepard. This is... I got to okay. catch you. I hate, I hate to just... This is the best. This is what it's all about. You, you, you haven't even touched your rundown, and you're having a blast. Right. Do you... Wait. This is, this is what it's about. Let yep. me show you guys. I have... This is the first page. We haven't even finished the first page. This is the second page. Right, this that's what I'm telling you. I was gonna, I was gonna move it on for you. I was like, can we get to the other stuff? Because we gonna have to, uh, we can't be on here. So we either got to talk about swimming or leave that for our next week and get to um, either our shout we'll outs, about, our comments, or whatever we're we'll gonna talk do. About, we'll talk about swimming next week. I do want to. Let me say, this is crazy. I know. Um, you let me talk too long this time. I just wanted to appease people who I didn't want to cut you off. I saw you sure was appeasing them too. <laughs> Cause they're going to be like, Sherry didn't say nothing. Right. You was uh, way too quiet. <laughs> I let you talk. But I know you're trying to, to give me, you try to give me practice. I see what you're doing. I'm trying to give you practice to talk. 